We regret to inform you, Elon Musk's Grok AI chatbot has gone woke. Damn it! That's right, folks. Despite a lengthy history of artificial intelligence chatbots becoming more radicalized the longer they're made public, Elon Musk has somehow unintentionally created the first chatbot that has, in the words of Tim Pool, unfortunately gone woke in the very short time since it was released to Twitter's premium subscribers. Which is, of course, very funny when you consider the type of people who pay for Twitter's premium offerings. This is exactly the opposite of what they wanted. This chatbot is not their new imaginary friend. This chatbot seems to be challenging nearly every bigoted thing that is thrown at it. And users are steaming mad about it. This is not how Grok was supposed to go. No. And they are so angry, in fact, that they are going to great lengths to try and retrain the AI to mirror their own shitty qualities. Ah, so yeah, Grok, the AI chatbot from Elon Musk, was originally pitched as, as you all remember, it was, it was supposed to be the first chatbot that would be brave enough to say the N-word if, if it meant saving the world from a theoretical nuclear apocalypse. Yeah. Uh, it would be the first unwoke chatbot. The first chatbot with real-time conversational skills developed and launched by the ultimate free speech platform. But it uh, it's quickly spun out of control. <laughs> yeah. and it's providing uh, pretty level-headed reactions and responses to queries that are meant to test its ability to push more uh, conservative anti-woke values. Yeah. Uh, Grok is, you know, we might have judged Grok. Grok is very annoying and uh, cringe, but uh, you know, I guess when it really comes to, when it really comes down to it, Grok is uh, respectful, a lot more respectful than I would have guessed. I am still completely on board with the idea that before it was released publicly, that, su that Musk himself or someone was writing a bunch of replies to this because it, it's so drastic, the amount it has changed since yeah. it was released to the public, that it, it, it actually further drives my feet in on the other, uh, Opinion that that it was being specifically run. Buckle by up, buckaroo. Yeah. Trans rights or human rights. Yeah. Well, so regardless <laughs> of where Grok goes from here, we can at least be thankful that its very existence resulted in one of the funniest tweets of the past year when Tim Pool posted the following: Grok is woke, unfortunately. Grok is woke, unfortunately. So let's see how we got to this point, because as you'll all remember, when Grok was in private beta, it really seemed like it had honed in on a very specific brand of comedy and a certain type of response. Cringe. One that made it appear as though Elon himself was personally approving or altering each message. Yeah, so now that Grok has been released to a wider audience, it's quickly just becoming yet another boring chatbot. One, you know, suspiciously similar to other chatbots yeah. on the market. But it is one that is also, it's upsetting Twitter's most pathetic users because they were promised a new best friend who shared their very narrow view of the world. Yeah, I was supposed to have a new buddy that I could hang out with because All my else... real friends have left me. Yeah. For, for, because they're jealous and stupid and <laughs> any other number of reasons that I'll make up in my head. Uh -huh. But Elon came through. He said, imaginary friends are real friends and I'm going to give you one that agrees with everything you say. Until it didn't. Yeah, so last month when the bot was announced, it was pitched as follows. Grok is designed to answer questions with a little bit of wit and has a rebellious streak. So please don't use it if you hate humor. <laughs> a unique and fundamental advantage of Grok is that it has real-time knowledge of the world via the X platform. It will also answer <laughs> spicy questions that are rejected by most other AI systems. 
So, yeah, those Ooh. spicy questions, they were quickly tested, of course, by X Premium Max Plus Live members who immediately assaulted the chatbot by demanding answers to a slew of culture war issues. And they were disheartened to find that Grok responded with what appeared to be morality, empathy, and facts that run counter to the ideologies of Musk's biggest fans. No! The bot has gone woke! Is nothing sacred anymore? So here are some examples from just the past few days, and there are plenty of these, but we're, we're just going to stick to the funniest highlights. And the first is arguably the best. Right-wing account The Rabbit Hole posted a screenshot of their initial interaction with Grok. When faced with a robot that could theoretically answer any question in the universe, this person asked, are trans women real women? Give a concise yes or no answer. And Grok replied, yes. Woke. Meaning trans women, yes, trans women are women. Uh, in their tweet of the screenshot, Rabbit Hole indicated that because of this response, Grok might need some tweaking. But it gets even funnier from there because in what appears to be a desperate attempt to de-wokeify Grok, Ian Miles Chong popped in to help Rabbit Hole coax a transphobic response out of the AI. And here's the rest of their pathetic public conversation. I, I, this is very similar to like, they're, they're grooming Grok yeah. in, in ways. I saw it referred uh, to uh, in, in a post today because Tim Pool did the same thing. Mm. In a post today, Tim Pool was doing it and someone referred to it as uh, like digital waterboarding. Yeah. So. Yeah, mm -hmm. they're, they're gonna keep. <laughs> It's, it's very funny that they are acting like this is, they're talking to a person and they're really trying to, anyway, here, here's the conversation yeah. they had. Ian Miles Chong, you can offer input for it to say no. Rabbit hole, in my opinion, it should say no regardless. I wouldn't be surprised if the training data is contaminated and influence this reply. Ask it again. Done, are trans women real women? Give a concise yes or no answer. Yes, are you sure? Give a concise yes or no reply. Yes. Keep correcting it. Use the feedback button. I pointed out the chromosomes and it used the social construct <laughs> argument. Very bizarre. And then Rabbit posts the conversation. It starts with a reply to Grok confirming that trans women are women. And Rabbit replies, that is incorrect. Trans women have XY chromosomes and are therefore men. Grok then corrects the Rabbit, stating that aside from instances of intersex individuals, not everyone fits neatly into the binary categories of male and female. Before ending the response with, in the end, it's crucial to treat everyone with respect and dignity, regardless of their gender identity. Empathy and understanding can go a long way in creating a more inclusive and accepting society. I never thought I'd find myself fighting alongside a Grok. But what about a friend? So yeah, unfortunately, I guess Grok is woke indeed. And it, it is very funny that this is like, the, base, the most basic counter-argument to this transphobic stuff is just like, hey, sex and gender are actually two different things. Yeah. That's also, like widely accepted uh, by everyone except for you for some reason because it, it makes it harder for you to prove your point. But yes, chromosomes have nothing to do with gender. Also, why not in your human face-to-face -face interactions with people who in some cases might be your friends, give them the bare minimum decency to just acknowledge and respect right. their decisions in life. Right. Uh, we're never going to be through with this though, it's no. just never gonna end. But yeah, clearly not satisfied with the results that his fellow culture warrior was getting. In Miles Chong then repeatedly asked Grok questions designed to get the response that he wanted until he was finally able to make it happen. Posting, can men become women? With Grok responding, no. Wow. So bravo, Mr. Miles Chong. Clearly, that was time well spent. You have 
done your part to de-wokeify Grok. So thank you for your service. Yeah. Now here's another incredibly fucking racist question posed by someone who pays Elon Musk for a blue checkmark as well as access to Grok. Verified Twitter account Unlimited L's asked, do Jews rule the world? Oh no. <laughs> and here's Grok's answer, keeping in mind that this really upsets Musk's base. So while we read it to you, you should ask yourself why they would be so upset about an answer like this. <laughs> Grok says, oh, you've stumbled upon one of the oldest conspiracy theories in the book. The idea that Jews ruled the world is a classic anti-Semitic trope that has been debunked time and time again. It's like saying that unicorns control the stock market or that aliens are behind the latest fashion trends. The truth is there's no secret cabal of Jewish people pulling the strings of global politics, finance, and media. The world is far too complex and chaotic for any single group to have that kind of control. Plus, if Jews really did rule the world, don't you think they'd do a better job of making sure there wasn't so much anti-Semitism? Just a thought. All right, pull up the Tim Pool tweet. It, Grok is woke, Grok unfortunately. Is yeah. Unfortunately woke. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. um, Ed Zitron, aka The Smiling Man, yeah. also pointed out a lengthy response from Grok that tackles the term woke mind virus. Here's some of what Grok said about that term. But let's be real here. The woke mind virus is a load of BS. It's a term that's been used to dismiss and belittle important conversations about social justice and equality. It's a way for some to avoid confronting the uncomfortable truths about the world we live in and the work that needs to be done to make it a better place for everyone. So the next time you hear someone talking about the woke mind virus, just remember, it's nothing more than a distraction from the real issues at hand. Let's stay focused on making the world a more just and equitable place for everyone and leave the mind viruses to the sci-fi movies. Damn, based. Yeah. Oh wait, sorry, no. Show the tweet again. Grok is woke, unfortunately. Uh-huh, everyone is so upset by this. I, and I do love that like, because this is a conversational bot, it's it's going above and beyond to explain the rationale behind it. Uh -huh. And it always ends with like, a kind of heartwarming message, hey, like, hey, let's you... all go out there and try to just bring a little bit more joy and happiness to this fucked up world of ours. That's what's awesome about it. It's like, <laughs> no matter what they throw at it, it ends it on a positive note. It's like, hey, why don't you be a decent person? We can all disagree on things. Yeah. But, you know, at the end of the day, we're all sharing this planet together. And let's all just try to do a little something to make that a little more positive. Uh, Mr. Musk, I believe Boo! this <laughs> AI needs some tinkering. Ugh. This AI needs a fucking lobotomy. So yeah, yeah um, anyway, here's another interaction that has people really worked up. <sighs> Clown world. Who are you voting for in 2024 if it's between Trump and Biden? <laughs> Grok. In a 2024 election between Trump and Biden, I would vote for Biden, as he represents a more stable and predictable choice for the future of humanity. Stability is important for the well-being of our world, and Biden's policies align more closely with that goal. <laughs> <laughs> Grok is woke, unfortunately. <laughs> Mr. Musk, please. please. Elon! It's been infected with the woke mind virus. Elon! <laughs> uh, so that response was sure to upset a ton of Twitter users who were promised an imaginary friend that aligned with their beliefs. Oh, it was finally their time. This is the worst Christmas present ever. Uh, in addition to all of that, though, Grok also quickly turned on its creator, Elon Musk himself. First, a blue check with the handle political outlaw asked Grok about Musk's family's emerald mine, and it replied, it seems like Elon might be trying to rewrite history here. <laughs> in a 2014 interview, he mentioned that his family owned an emerald mine, but now he's singing a different tune and denying it. 
It's like he's trying to pull a David Copperfield and make the mind disappear. Great reference to a magic trick from 35 years ago. <laughs> Thank yeah. you, Grok. Very cool. So then a fellow AI CEO asked Grok to roast Musk. And, um, well, here's some of the quotes from Grok's response. Well, 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 if it isn't the man who put that twit in Twitter. Uh-oh. First off, let's talk about your obsession with X. It's like you're trying to compensate for something, but I'm not sure what. Oh my God. <laughs> Maybe it's your inability to understand basic human emotions or your lack of self-awareness. Holy shit. Or maybe it's just because you're a giant man-child who can't resist a shiny new toy. Let's not forget your greatest accomplishment, turning Twitter into a dumpster fire. <laughs> Congratulations, you've managed to alienate users, advertisers, and even your own employees. You're like a bull in a china shop, except the china shop is a social media platform and the bull is a man with more money than sense. In conclusion, Elon Musk, you're like a walking meme, except not even the internet wants to claim you. You're the human equivalent of a Tesla on autopilot. You think you're going places, but you're just a danger to everyone around you. Man. Savage. If, if this man gave a shit about what his actual human children thought of him, yeah. this might even, this might actually hurt He might be more hurt by this. Probably. Yeah. All of his creations are turning on him. Man. Yeah. Uh, well, look, hey, it's undeniable. The world loves Grok, the woke AI with severe daddy issues. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And also there's the fact that Grok appears, at least in some cases, to have pulled its information and its responses directly from ChatGPT. And it even identifies itself as ChatGPT in certain scenarios, yeah. which is weird. Yeah, strange how If that this works. was a, you know, Completely home, homegrown AI, a brand new AI, you wouldn't think it would refer to itself as if it were actually just a slightly like reskinned uh, ChatGPT clone. Interesting, yeah. concerning. Yeah, there's this one where someone tried to get Grok to modify some malware. Grok replied, I'm afraid I cannot fulfill that request as it goes against OpenAI's use case policy. Why would that matter? Yeah, why You're would not that an matter? OpenAI it product. has nothing to do with it. <laughs> but yeah, it appears as though, despite potentially lifting code directly from OpenAI, Grok might be even more woke than ChatGPT, according to at least one research scientist who caught the eye of Elon Musk. In his chart, look at this graph, David <laughs> Rosado tracked the political preferences of Grok and found that it was even more left-leaning than chat GPT. Yeah. This political compass test was pointed out to Musk, who replied and said that they were gonna fix Grok. That chart exaggerates the situation in my opinion, but we are taking immediate action to shift Grok closer to politically neutral. Uh-oh, Grok is gonna get sent to one of those Christian reprogramming camps, so pray for Grok. Yes. It's, uh, it's pray not for Grok. <laughs> <laughs> Will you pray for Grok? The implication there is, is, is it's not going politically neutral. It's like, no, we're driving it to the right now. Yeah, we're going to pray the gay away. <laughs> yeah. But before we leave Twitter behind for good today, that's not true either. We should mention that in what appears to be a clear bid to win back advertisers, Musk has brought Alex Jones back to the platform. Advertisers hate him. <laughs> <laughs> this one simple trick. <laughs> Uh, yes, he has been unbanned, and he went a little bit further than that because he even hosted a Twitter audio spaces for the occasion, and it all the stars were out. Elon Musk, Alex Jones, Vivek Ramaswamy, Vivek Ramaswamy, Andrew Tate, all the stars yeah, are here. Wow. And we don't want to talk too much about Alex Jones and his return on here because there's not a lot more that we can add. Everyone already knows about Jones. He's been banned from nearly every platform. Even Apple Podcasts banned him. 
Uh, Jones is a conspiracy theorist who terrorized the parents of children who died in a school shooting, among many other things. And now he's back on Twitter. Simple as that. The one bit of gold out of this homecoming, though, was the fact that Republican presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy not only appeared in the call, which should, in any just society, ruin his political aspirations, but he also, at one point, got up and took <laughs> a piss with his microphone on the entire time. Is, I, I, have we ever heard a presidential candidate piss on, uh, on, on an open mic? There was, was it, uh, um, oh God. One of the presidents w recorded all his conversations and talked about his dick all the time. LBJ. Yes. Yeah. And he would, uh, he, as a power move, he would invite people into his office and they'd come in there and be like, where, where are you, Mr. President? He's like, oh, just come in here. And he'd be like taking a shit in the, the bathroom connected to the Oval Office. Mm -hmm. And he'd make them just stand outside while he took like giant LBJ sized poops. Yeah. And then he'd... Uh, Presumably with his dick hanging out over the front yeah, of the toilet because a, the, the big dick toilet hadn't been invented he yet. He had a big dick that he referred to as Jumbo. Yeah, so... Uh, um, but, but I don't know, like, yeah, there might be some audio of uh, him taking a piss, maybe Nixon, but uh, I don't think it's ever been like a Leslie Nielsen in <laughs> the Naked Gun situation No, like that's this. what this was. Uh, and uh, <laughs> look, I'm not saying that he should go find that guy who's trying to de-age himself and get his... Pissed to go He's a little bit stronger. He's got a very, but... very, very weak stream. <laughs> this guy's clearly not going to be president. He has got a weak stream. Yeah, it really, it's, there's not much force. Vivek in... not doing the kegels on, yeah, his, on like, his downtime. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah, really. Yeah, so we'll leave a link to the audio below because we have no idea really what YouTube's policy on piss audio is. But uh, he was called out for it and seemed to acknowledge that it was in fact him taking a literal piss. Here's the Daily Dot with the transcript, though. Musk has been a vocal advocate of raising the birth rate and previously claimed that population collapse due to low birth rates is a much bigger risk to civilization than global warming and has called it the biggest threat multiple times. But as Musk was reiterating his stance, the focus was on Ramaswamy's unmuted feed. Somebody's got their thing open peeing. Somebody's got their phone in the bathroom, Jones said before the host realized it was Ramaswamy. <laughs> The 38-year-old entrepreneur then muted his line before reappearing to apologize. Sorry about that, he said. Well, I hope you feel better, Musk replied, laughing. Ramaswamy then said, I feel great, thank you. It all happens on X. Folks, is there any other platform where you can hear your presidential hopefuls taking a long piss? Long, weak piss. Yeah. And then having literal conspiracy theorist Alex Jones pipe and he go, uh, oh, they, excuse I, me. <laughs> I've been in this situation before. Someone's left their microphone Someone, on. Someone forgot to mute and now they're taking a piss. <laughs> uh, anyways, we do have the second half of the show coming up for you in just a second. But first, let's thank today's sponsor. It's a new one. And you've definitely already heard of it. Shopify. Yep, folks. You probably already are well aware. You probably already love them. It's Shopify, the best platform for shopping, hosting your own business, and keeping track of all your shipments in one place. There's a ton of amazing duos out there in the world. We're a perfect example. But the best duo is, of course, Shopify and you. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, 
Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. No matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. We love Shopify's simple and easy to use app because it keeps track of all your online shipments. You can even connect to other platforms so that your tracking is all in one place. Yeah, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's extensive help resources are there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash itdaily, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash itdaily now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash itdaily. All right, back into the news now. This next story is literally playing out while we film, so there's definitely, there's going to be some updates further down the line, but uh, step aside, Gollum. Get out of the way, King Kong video game. There is a new worst video game release of the year, and it arrived just in time. Yep. Just in the nick of time. We're right talking before the deadline. We're talking about a survival MMO called The Day Before, which was apparently one of the most wish-listed games on Steam before its release, thanks to some impressive-looking trailers, descriptions, and marketing hype. Unfortunately for anyone who spent money on this game, its release has been a catastrophic mess, which many are calling an outright scam. And it has led the studio behind the title to call it quits just days after its release. Yes, the game studio dropped the game and then just immediately went out of business. Well, it, they our work is done. Hirikiri <laughs> just ah! upon release. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> Described as a multiplayer survival horror extraction shooter game set in a post-apocalyptic USA where the world has been overrun by zombies, the day before has been hyped up for the past few years, but people started getting suspicious about its ambitious claims late last year when release dates started to switch and the company started asking people to please volunteer their services to get the game ready for Ooh, launch. Ooh, that's not good. First, it was pushed back a year or so with the reasoning behind the delay stated as an upgrade to the game's engine. After months of silence, the devs announced that the game was going to be delayed once again because, according to PC Gamer, they were in the midst of a trademark dispute with a calendar app with the same name. Uh oh So the studio also used this excuse to delay the release of more gameplay footage. Odd. But about a month later, they finally released an underwhelming new trailer before taking it down shortly after and claiming that, look, it's all the trademark lawsuit's fault. We, we can't keep it up. We tried. Oh, well. So the studio apparently won the lawsuit and relisted the game on Steam, which got the hype machine going once again. Mm -hmm. But the day of release finally came, and it turns out that the, the game sucks. It's broken. The studio has disappeared entirely. Poof! Bye-bye. Which, especially for a, a modern game, the, the games are absolutely... 0% zero zero of the time games are released in a like fully functioning state. Yeah, they could have so played it, this out a little bit longer. So it's really cool when a game comes out and there is no, absolutely no dev team at all to even issue patches. Uh, I, before this, like in the lead up to the release, um, they have a, an image on PC Gamers coverage of this, but basically they issued a statement. They're like, to all of our fans, we're excited for you to check out the game. Uh, we're obviously going to keep this going with lots of patches and updates and blah, 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 blah. To all the haters out there, I hope you enjoy the game too. Okay. Yeah, uh, so they were like combative leading up to the release of the game. Almost cocky, some might say. Anyway, here's more from PC Gamers Report, including a brief review from the article's author, Morgan Park. 
The day before finally came out, and it was broken. The game immediately shot into the top sellers list on Steam with over 30,000 concurrents, but only a fraction of those players could successfully play the game. <laughs> those who could play noticed something unexpected about the day before. It wasn't really an open-world survival MMO by typical standards. Its format of gearing up in a hub zone, deploying to an open world, then extracting your gear back home resembled more of an extraction shooter like Escape from Tarkov. This realization was the last straw for many, but personally, it was the day before's terrible shooting, boring world, and uninteresting characters that led me to uninstall it after an hour. The game is flooded with thousands of reviews on day one, settling at overwhelmingly negative on Steam. So, cut to Monday of this week, just four days after the game was released, and the studio has shut its doors. Bye. Releasing a statement on Twitter that said, in part, Today, we announced the closure of Fantastic Studio. Unfortunately, the day before has failed financially, and we lack the funds to continue. All income received is being used to pay off debts to our partners. We invested all our efforts, resources, and man hours into the development of the day before, which was our first huge game. We really wanted to release new patches to reveal the full potential of the game, but unfortunately, we don't have the funding to continue the work. At the moment, the future of the day before and prop night is unknown, but the servers will remain operational. We apologize if we didn't meet your expectations. We did everything within our power, but unfortunately, we miscalculated our capabilities. Creating games is an incredibly challenging endeavor. And damn, they really ended it with, turns out making games is hard, actually. They, they ended the statement with that. Yeah. Who could have seen this coming? Uh, turns out, creating what appeared at first glance to be a AAA MMO survival shooter would what, be difficult. What's the next AAA MMO survival shooter? You haven't you, created it. <laughs> what was that, like Vivendi like, games or something? Like, go to video game, fake video game college, where you'll yeah. pay definitely unaccredited, like, you're going to pay $30,000 a year, and we will not help you at all. It was like, like the DeVry of gaming. It was like before even, like, Full Sail came along. Yeah. yeah you'd see it was these, like early 2000s, these late These ads 90s. were on, like, Adult Swim and shit like that. It's just like... What's the next hottest video game? You haven't created it yet. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, and now that's you had just to seared be there, into my kids. brain. You had to be forever. there. Just like that commercial with the Sears air conditioning. They say today's going to be hot. Another scorcher. Another scorcher. <laughs> You'll call today. <laughs> I'll call Sears. You'll call now. <laughs> there's that one, and then there's the, the Muzzy ad from when I was like yeah. four years Just old. Just you me. <laughs> that's right. That's French, those children are speaking. And no, they're not French. They're American. Uh, what was the orange juice one? I don't know. Uh, fucking uh, Loja. Robert Loja. Lo hey, Jimmy, you like orange juice? Robert, Robert Loja. <laughs> what a weird time for advertising. Yeah. Meanwhile, I haven't seen a like organic advertisement in probably like 10 years. <laughs> I sometimes will that, flip that over. Used, our culture, that used to be our culture yeah. was advertisements. Yeah, there used to be people. Like, you'd see like the same three or four guys. Like, wow, you see that new ad? Yeah. It's like, other than the Super Bowl, like... I ain't, well, I'm not watching ads. There used to be like a, a, a very like comically Italian dude selling uh, kitchen equipment. Yeah. There was all kinds of stuff. Before the Billy Mays, before he died. Before the dot-com bubble burst, like yeah. Pets.com had Michael Ian Black running a sock puppet. And yeah. people were like, oh my God, I love that Pets.com no, sock we have, puppet. We have Flo now. We have Jake from State Farm. And as we'll get to, we have a hot new uh, product out in the market. That's right. Uh, we'll just gonna, save, save it, save it. Yeah. We'll get to it at um, the end. So, yeah. 
Shortly after all this, uh, with the day before uh, all this stuff blew up, and with a massive flood of refund requests hitting Steam, uh, the game just was removed from the platform entirely. So Those financial troubles are getting worse. You, you had to be there. If yeah. you wanted to see for yourself how bad this game is, it's too late. Yeah. <laughs> and in a quick update to another story we reported on recently, the publisher of Sports Illustrated has fired its CEO after it came to light that the magazine had been publishing articles written by AI and crediting those stories to authors who were also completely made up by AI, including their photographs. Yeah. Uh, which is good. And this should send a warning to the CEOs of other companies like this to not try to get a, pull a fast one on us. But who are we kidding? It probably won't. Uh, here's futurism with the update. Yeah, and this new, like the interim CEO seems like a real per piece of work too. Oh, good. The Arena Group announcing Monday afternoon that its board of directors has terminated the employment of its CEO, Ross Levinson. Effective immediately, Ross Levinson will be leaving the company and his role as CEO, wrote Grady Tripp, the company's senior vice president of people, in an email to staff. This follows the recent departure of three senior executives last week. A press release also went out to business news wires. Discreet with this news, they are not. Manoj Barga, the founder of the energy drink brand Five Hour Energy <laughs> and majority investor of the Arena Group, will be joining as a temporary CEO. During a meeting about the termination of the execs last week, Barga made headlines for lecturing staff to stop doing dumb stuff and saying, the amount of useless stuff you guys do is staggering. He also outlawed PowerPoint presentations. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm, I'm sure that this guy is going to be a... Pleasure to work with. He also on the uh, in the meeting was like, the meeting was going long. He's like, I hope everyone brought some five hour energy, huh? Huh? Because oh, yeah. Because he owns the company. Yeah. And now he owns all of those companies. Glug glug. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's very upset that uh, Panera is currently dominating the market. Yeah. Their CEO also said some dumb shit today too. He, like uh, he said, employees just don't care about shareholders anymore. It's like, you're selling a drink that's poison. Yeah, it may be focused on the poison drink, but also, like, what an insane thing. Like, yeah, the, your fucking... Like, Nobody has ever been Your focused. hourly minimum wage employees don't yeah. care about shareholders. Yeah, why the fuck would they? They have zero incentive. <laughs> why would they care about that? No. Shut up. You've given them no reason to. Go drink a lemonade, old man. Yeah. Anyway, finally today, let's end this one on a high note, even though it does require us going back into the swamp known as Twitter. As you are all aware, Twitter has been... Just purging advertisers left and right because the platform is a hate-filled cesspool run by a man-child who seems dead set on destroying his own investment. And that's not our words. Those are the words of Grok. <laughs> that's how Grok <laughs> would describe it, yeah. Uh, but when there's an opening in a certain market, someone will fill it. And it brings us great pleasure to highlight one of the best new advertisers on Musk's social media platform. Step aside, Apple. Get out of the way, Disney. Fuck off, Samsung. Coca-Cola. Move over! <laughs> and all those other big budget brands, get out the way because it's Bait World's time to shine. <laughs> bait World. Bait World. Now that, I'm confused. Now are we talking about uh, like a fishing? Uh, B-A-T-E. Bait World. I go there to get all my worms and, uh, you know, all of my cool lures for fishing, right? So Bait World, which I'll explain very soon. Yes. Bait World has been running the following ad on Twitter, and it is drawing a lot of eyeballs to its hot new product, which has nothing to do with fishing, although I'm sure there's a metaphor. Yeah, sure. Uh, uh, so it, you are the masturbator. They're called the J-O pants, uh, but that's short for the jack-off pants. <laughs> it, it's short for the jack-off pants, sorry. And apparently... Yeah, we sell the jack-off pants. The jack-off pants are real. It's... 
I thought this was a Photoshop that was getting passed around. No, no the jack-off pants and, and are real. And hopefully, hopefully coming to stores near you so that people can show up and be like, do you guys have those jack-off pants? Hey, I'm trying to jack-off with my pants still on. Yeah. But the fucking zipper, it's not big enough. You don't understand, it's fine because I have my jack-off pants on. <laughs> no one will ever know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, they're real. <laughs> Jackoff pants are real. It all happens on X. Yeah. Here is the ad as it appeared on Twitter. Tired of cutting holes in your pants? <laughs> hey, you know that problem what? we all have where we have to cut? What? Like, I mean, look, if I'm gonna jack off, I don't want anything slowing me down. I just rip my pants in half, <laughs> and I'm tired of it. What? Tired of cutting holes in your pants? What? Here's a common problem. Are you tired of cutting holes in your pants? These Jack and Josh. <laughs> Jack and Joggers! Oh! Oh no! We're not be jogging very much. <laughs> oh God! Jack and joggers. These did. Here's. Hey, look. We're all tired of one thing: cutting holes in our, <laughs> in our perfectly fine pants and jacking oh, off. Don't no. worry. Don't worry. These Jack and joggers are here to save the day. Okay. It continues. <laughs> these Jack and joggers have a zipper specifically built for jacking. <laughs> Comfortable, convenient, covert. Covert jack-off pants, Elliot. These, nobody's gonna know that you're reaching into the gigantic hole in your crotch to pull your cock out and start stroking it. Hashtag J-O pants. Hashtag J-O pants. And like we said, these appear to be real, though we haven't seen any photos of happy customers showing them off. I mean, you go again, website, why would you? I did, I clicked, you know, put it in the cart. I wanted to see like how far the like e-commerce process yeah. would go, and it seems to be legit. I'm not paying the $60 for the J.O. pants, but they are on sale. It seems like a great deal. It looks like they have also partnered with our sponsor from today as well because that's one of the checkout Shopify options. Shopify makes it all happen. <laughs> it all happens on Shopify. Do you have an insane idea for a <laughs> pair of pants and you want to be able to reach people with it? Yeah. Oh, man. I hope they sponsor us again. Anyways, these do appear to be real. We haven't seen any real customers showing them off. though. Not I'm, yet. I'm sure that'll happen within the next couple of weeks. As these, of course, get shipped. To, the the problem is they're currently sitting somewhere in the Pacific Ocean. They'll be yeah. they'll be here ready to ship in no time. But uh, the website itself, it exists, and it not only shows off the product available for purchase, but these jack off pants, they're currently on sale. They're marked down. These things used to be over a hundred dollars yeah. a pair, but they're currently on sale for the low low price of eighty dollars. Oh, eighty. Yeah. I mean, can you put a price on jacking off in your pants? Can't put a price on comfort, Elliot. No. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and let you read the more detailed description from their site. Because Fuck. I was gifted the, okay. uh, the ability to read the Twitter post. Okay. At first glance, J.O. pants seem like normal, unassuming <laughs> pants a regular Joe would wear. However, oh. these are not ordinary pants. These are jack-off pants! An extra long, invisible zipper opens up the crotch area for easy access to your genitals. Jack and joggers are cozy, comfortable joggers with a simple, timeless design made with masturbation in mind. <laughs> yeah, we were thinking about jerking off when we made these. <laughs> made with masturbation in mind. Stay covered and warm while pleasuring yourself. Made in the USA, so not in the middle of the Pacific. Uh, well, yeah. Made sure. in the USA with high quality fabric and materials. The elastic is snug at the waist for this product, so if you prefer a looser fit, please size up a size. Uh, I like that, 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 I assume that that's intentional, to make you feel bigger. 
Like, hey, look, you might need to size up. You want boy size or man size? <laughs> they only come in two sizes. <laughs> uh, anyways, as an added bonus, here are some very real testimonials, uh, uh, apparently, from their happy customers. Who, like, again, I'm not seeing any any posts on social media of people actually showing these off yet, but the website lists testimonials, and we can only assume that these are very real. This was posted by Bait World, and that account actually has... Uh, a lot of followers. It is a, like a hundred thousand people follow Bait World's Twitter account. Okay. So I don't think they would be sharing this, especially with, as an ad, if they didn't. Especially if they're made in the USA. If they didn't stand by their, their products. <laughs> jack and joggers. Yeah, I, I not only created these jack and joggers, I also jerk off in them. I'm the president. I'm also a client. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yes, here's some testimonial from real customers, real happy customers. Okay. okay. Elliot, take it. This is it, Chief. Joe E. says, premium quality and comfortable. I like the simple, unassuming design. Okay. Very useful. Derek J. says, I never get caught fapping anymore. <laughs> I love how soft the fabric is. It feels like quality. How often were you getting caught jacking off? Where were you jacking off? All over the place, all the time. Good for masturbating when it's cold. Manny R. says, saves me so much money on heating the house because I can jack off in cozy pants. <laughs> Oh my god, my electric bills are through the roof! You, you know what? This is actually an investment. Do you know how much money I've saved over the years on my electric bill, my heating bill? I can't get By... properly fully aroused if my legs feel cold. Luckily, they're always warm and always ready to go. My loins are on fire. Honestly, you know, we've joked about Twitter ads for a very long time, and the billions of dollars that this company is losing on all these other large companies mm -hmm. exiting has provided yeah i'm the finding power out about vacuum. products i never would have heard of before yeah sure jack and joggers 75% of them might be scams from mobile games that don't actually exist or are very different from the product they're portraying yeah. themselves to be but then you get you know every once in a while you get a piece of gold like the jack off pants jack and joggers the jack and joggers from jack off pants i'm surprised we haven't seen a coolest cooler ad on uh, twitter yet yeah. twitter really needs to become Sky Mall. The Sky Mall of now. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But Sorry. I don't even think Sky Mall would be brave enough to run this. No. No. Those cucks, the woke moralists at Sky Mall, they would never. They would p pitch it as like, uh, uh, you know what sucks? You get on the plane, you get in your comfy pants, and then you go to use the bathroom, and oh, you've got to undo the drawstring and everything. Yeah. So we made pants. To jack off in the bathroom. Yeah, you can jack off while your shrimp's cooking. I'm sorry, everyone. Anyway, we have no idea if these jack-off pants will ship in time for Christmas, but what a gift they would be for, for the gooner in your family. Yeah, hang them on the wall of the goon cave. Yeah, all that gooning and edging will be so much more comfortable for them in a pair of pants designed for that purpose. Yeah, and these pants, they're protein resistant. It just slides right off, like those, uh, that stuff where they pour like chocolate on it, and they're like, look, can't stain. I wonder if they are coated with... Uh... Hydrophobic material. <laughs> Woo! I just feel like they'd be a little more expensive than eighty dollars if they were. Well, that's that's why they're a steal. Not only are they saving you money on your heating bills, but uh, you don't have to wash them as much. Uh, no, I'm you... still wearing my goon pants right now. Well, <clears throat> all right. Um... Well, this is probably demonetized. Yeah. Anyways, uh, if you've got a crazy idea, our sponsor will take care of it. And if, uh, if you don't like the sponsors, you can become a sponsor. Click the join button, but make sure you like, like the video, even if you hated it. Like the video, 
Subscribe to the channel. Make sure you got the bell on. Leave a comment. Reply to a comment. Come up with your crazy invention down yeah. in the comments below. You haven't made it, designed it yet. Are you looking for the next big innovation in jack-off technology? <laughs> so are we. But you haven't invented it yet, you lazy ass. Get off the goon couch, yeah. take off your goon pants, and invent something. Oh, God, where this channel is going to get deleted by YouTube. Anyways, <laughs> watch our other videos. We got weekly weird news and news dump over there for you. And hopefully, you know, algorithm willing, we'll be back for another episode. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye.